Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yep, we got Beach North Thurston. Buzzer beater, no good. It is 40. Rainer Beach North. What did you just call it? What? Did, what buzzer beater? What? Did, what, what okay. He shot a three. Third quarter's ending. I was oh. going to see if it was going in. He missed. Well, buzzer beater is like a game winner. Well, you know what? Okay. Screw All it. Right, he sorry. missed 40 33. Beach on top. Beach is on top over North Thurston. 40 33. <laughs> All right. I got Beach. Oh, you guys have money on this. You gave right. me seven and a half, though, didn't you? I didn't you? give you anything. Yeah, it's just. Didn't give you anything. Coming up later will be a Beamer against Mount Lake Terrace, Lincoln, and Auburn. That's the 4A, or excuse me, that's a 3A. 4A later today for the boys, Skyview and Federal Way. Jackson taking on the Fighting Furnesses, the Tahoma Bears. Uh, by the way, Furnace is down at the Tacoma Dome doing a show today. The Papermakers of Camas. That's a lovely town down there in Vancouver, but it, it's got a little bit of a, well, it's a paper mill. So it's got a little bit of a smell. Glacier Peak and Camas, but God, that's a darn good high school for athletics. Olympia and Kentwood on the 4A boys. 4A girls, uh, Emerald Ridge knocked off Bothell, or excuse me, Bothell knocked off Emerald Ridge. No! 55-46. My and, cousin goes there. Oh, really? Bothell yep. will be taking on Sumner in the next round of the quarterfinals. Bellarmine Prep and Tahoma are uh, are underway. Uh, later, it's East uh, East Lake and Davis. Lake Stevens and Gonzaga Prep. Is Gonzaga Prep always in this at, at every level? Just G Prep is always there. And then on the 3A girls, Kennewick and Snohomish coming up at 345, followed by Lincoln and Bonnie Lake. Bonnie Lake, they're yeah. always tough. Uh, then Everett and Auburn, Lake Washington, and North Thurston. The girls are in that as well. Okay. Joining us uh, now, the debut of the, mm, I don't know, we got to come up with the title of the show. The Fighting Wankers? I don't know. The, the Blokes? Oh, how about the Blokes? That's pretty good. We love this guy. He loves us. You guys love him. Rob Staten's going to be joining us now weekly from Seahawks Draft Blog. You can watch all of Rob's work up at YouTube. And then read his work at Seahawks, uh, Seahawks Draft Blog. Follow him on social media at Rob Staten. His weekly appearance, which is starting today, is brought to you by Superior Linen Service. Family owned and operated since 1926, Superior Linen Service provides the highest quality of products and service to the greater Puget Sound area. Uh, go online at Linen or give them a call at 253-383-2636, SUP Linen Dot com. We need like the, the national anthem or you know like the Queen's music to bring them on. Rob joins us right now uh, from lovely England. Hi, Rob. Hi, Polk. Hi, Jim. How's it going? Oh, it's great. Thanks for doing it. Despite I know you, you're doing this for Jim, but despite you you're not liking me, thank you for doing it. Uh, it. It makes us feel very appreciative. Okay, thank you. Well, listen. Every time you use, I'm going to call it the W word because you guys keep. You can use that word over there. Oh, we can't use that it. rhymes with anchor over here. If I said that on the radio, that'd be it. I'd be getting the shepherd's crook. I'd be, I'd be losing my job. But every time oh. I hear you guys mention it, it oh. is hilarious. And I know that all of the other British Seahawks fans who listen, every time they hear that, 
that word on American radio, it's hilarious. Okay, so that's that's a swear word. I had there. no idea. I literally it's tried very, to warn you. It's a very you guys. serious swear word. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I and tried. so, well, I didn't know. So, Rob, can we not say it? Rob, I tell them all the time. Like, I'm not sure. No. I'm like, okay, oh, it's okay. No, you've never said that. I might have to pull the tape. I'm out. You are encouraging the dirty impersonators to use that with Jamal Adams. Okay, this is news to us. All right, let's let's we're gonna not we're not doing football right now. Okay, uh, Rob, let's get into this. Wait a minute. So we can't say that, or you can't say that word over there in London. In the hierarchy of words you're not allowed to use, okay. there's probably the C word is first, uh-huh. the F word is second, the W word is third. <laughs> okay. Can we clear it through somebody over here in the U.S.? Let's just not even bring it up. Let's just act like it but never it's, happened. It sounds so, it's innocent. I, it doesn't even sound hey, bad. I, hey, you heard it from Rob himself. Chris, or, or, uh, Jim, what do you think? Oh, now it's up Should we debate. use it still or not? 49451, would you like us to continue to use it? <laughs> I can tell that you want to continue oh my, to use it. Are you it. kidding me? I want, to call it the, I want to call it the wanker show of record. Not if it makes Rob feel uncomfortable, because we're trying to make our guests feel comfortable here, aren't we? Um, and we appreciate Rob doing this on a uh, weekly basis. I'm we, fired we up do. about having Rob on. Uh, we do. All right, that is unbelievable. I never knew that. Chris is trying to act like he's been telling us all along. I told you once, and you're like, oh, kid, it's okay. I'm this, like, all right. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. All right. <laughs> uh, I, let's. Where do you want to start? You, let's start first uh, probably with the comments yesterday from John Schneider. Now, people are trying to say, well, did he walk it back a little bit? I don't think he walked anything back off, off the podium because there's nothing that I've read. I haven't heard anything because there's no audio of it, but nothing I've read where he tried to – clarify what he meant when he said he's the starter until he's not in regards to Geno Smith. How did how have you read that? How have you observed that here for the last 24 hours? Well, the comment that seemed to be doing the rounds, which suggested that he'd walked it back, was non-committal as well. He was just saying that it was overblown, the timing of the restructure, that it didn't really make any difference, that they just wanted to create some cap room. He He did about four national TV interviews yesterday. And in every single one, he was asked about Geno Smith. And in every single one of those interviews, he would either change the subject really quickly mm-hmm. or he would bring up Drew Locke, which is what he did at his solo press conference. It's what he's been doing whenever he's spoken to the Seattle media. When he was on the podium yesterday, he said he's the starter until he's not. And people have said, well, every GM would say that. I'm pretty sure that if the Cincinnati Bengals GM was on the podium and somebody said something about Joe Burrow, he wouldn't say... He's the starter until he's not. I mean, even Doug Peterson in Jacksonville was asked, do you have your quarterback? Is Trevor Lawrence the guy? And he said, yes, there are just areas that he needs to improve next season. The Seahawks never talk about next season with Geno Smith. How can you not be curious about the way that they're choosing to answer questions about Geno Smith? It's deflection. It's Drew Locke talk. It's changing the subject. They are so financially committed to Geno Smith that's why it's intriguing. There's no reason to speak this way. So I think it's a conversation that we need to have. What's going on? What do you want to see him do, Rob? I mean, Puck and I are both saying, go with Drew Locke, trade Geno, and then draft a quarterback in the first round or third round or move up. Uh, There's all kinds of different options. So which one are you in favor of? I'll tell you what I think they're going to do, Jim. I think they are going to see if there's a market out there at the Combine, see if there's any teams that are willing to give them a good draft hall. I I suspect there's not going to be that there, even though he's only on $12.7 million. It would have to be a hall to 
commit $27 million of dead money to move Geno Smith. So I think it's going to have to be a good trade. And I just don't think it's going to happen because Geno Smith was a free agent a year ago. Nobody was linked with him. It was basically linked with the Seahawks and a bit with Tampa Bay, but they were also being taught, taught about Baker Mayfield. So if no one was going to sign Geno Smith last year and he ends up signing a team-friendly deal with the Seahawks, why is anybody going to trade, let's say, a third-round pick for Geno Smith today? I, I just don't think it's going to happen. So what do I want to happen? I, I tell you what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to go into the draft with Geno Smith having not got this kind of offer. I think they're going to be comfortable with him on the kind of salary that he has, which is middle of the road for NFL quarterbacks. I think they'll they'll feel comfortable being hedged for the draft, and they're going to go into this this draft class. And if a quarterback that they like is there, they can take him. If a quarterback that they like isn't available to them when they pick, then it's not a big deal. They've still got Geno Smith. That's what I think is going to happen. But I, I'm going to be fascinated to see how they view this draft class, and if they do draft somebody, what that means for next season, and whether or not that rookie can do what Russell Wilson did to Matt Flynn and usurp the starter, the presumed starter, and go and win that job. How, how do you think, and Rob Staten is with us, Seahawks draft blog. Uh, Rob will be joining us weekly here, Wednesdays at 12 o'clock, 8 o'clock his time. And it's all brought to you by Superior Linen Service, family-owned and operated since 1926, providing the highest, uh, highest quality of products and service to the greater Puget Sound area. SUPLinen.com, SUPLinen.com, or... Uh, give them a call at 253-383-2636. What do you think their motive is with mentioning Drew Locke all the time? I think that they really want to have him back. I, for whatever reason, John Schneider just seems to really rate Drew Locke. And I, some people have said it, it may even be a, a blind spot that John Schneider has. But he likes that type of quarterback. Like the first thing he pretty much did when he was the GM in 2010 was trade a, a, quite a lot for Charlie Whitehurst who was this big, strong-armed, mobile quarterback. And when you actually look at Drew Locke, he's kind of like Charlie Whitehurst. So I think he just really rates him. I think that John Schneider is a little bit perturbed, actually, whether that's with circumstance or the actual decision, that when they traded Russell Wilson away and got Drew Locke, I think he really wanted to see whether Drew Locke could be the answer. And instead, what has happened for two years is Geno Smith has got the opportunity that I think he was hoping that Drew Locke would get to see if he could be the real deal, having rated him in the draft. So I think they want to bring him back. I think they want to have extra depth and competition there in case they don't draft a quarterback. And I think that there's a very real chance that they could go into camp this year now that Pete Carroll has moved on and they've got a new coaching staff. And maybe Ryan Grubb says, we're going to go with Drew Locke. I, I think that's a very serious possibility. Whether it's the right thing to do or not, I don't know. John Schneider seems to really, really like Drew Locke. And bringing him back and having him and Geno Smith on the roster and potentially drafting a rookie... Seems like it could be an option for the Seahawks this year. And look, to bring it back to the draft as well, guys, how long is John Schneider prepared to wait before he drafts a quarterback? He said like about four or five times yesterday, we've drafted two quarterbacks in 14 years. You know, he's it's preying on his mind. He wants to draft a quarterback. I even wonder whether they'll trade up this year if he sees somebody that he really likes and just go all in and make a trade. Because he just sounds like he's itching to draft somebody. And if he does that, maybe the reason they're talking Drew Lockup is because they'll go and trade up. They'll go and get their quarterback. They'll do what Kansas City did with Patrick Mahomes. They still need a veteran on the roster. They want to bring Drew Lock to do that, and they'll move Geno Smith on. I don't know. It just seems like everything is, is open at the moment. Everything is on the table. Yeah, Rob, I just don't sense that Locke's going to want to come back if Geno's here, though. I mean, it was one thing to do it last year. I didn't even think he'd come back last year, but then there he was, and then he had those two games 
that he played, and he, he was really good against uh, in the Monday night game against the Eagles. Let him on that 91-yard game-winning drive. So I think he just he, he fancies himself, I'm going to use an English term there, uh, as a starter in the league, and if he's not going to get the opportunity here, that he's going to want to go somewhere else. Is fancy an okay word to use, Rob, or is that yeah. not allowed? I was just about to credit Jim for that fantastic use of, of English language. We, we will say that all the time. He fancies himself. That's a fantastic English term okay. to say that he bags himself. So, yeah, look, I think with Drew Locke, the drive against the Eagles definitely helps because his agent can now go to teams and say, look, this guy just needs a chance. Look what he did when he was given the opportunity to start for the Seahawks. He went and won that game. It's a great game-winning drive. He just needs an opportunity. And there may be teams out there let's say the teams at the top of round one who want somebody who could potentially start in year one while the rookie is learning and developing. And he may feel that's a better opportunity for him to go there and maybe get some starts early in the season. Or maybe it's someone like the Raiders. Maybe it's someone like the Vikings if Kirk Cousins moves on. Maybe there will be teams that are open to the idea of Drew Locke. But what I would say is, again, Drew Locke was a free agent last year. And nobody bit. Nobody gave him the opportunity to come in and be the starter. He had to come back to Seattle. So he may well be open to moving on. It just depends what interest is out there, whether other teams are willing to sort of match what the Seahawks are willing to offer in terms of salary. And if that doesn't happen, the chances are he will come back. And the Seahawks are making it very clear to Drew Locke with the, the language that they're using that they like him, that they rate him. I think they're trying to make him feel wanted. And that's kind of part of the reason why they're talking him up in every single interview, even when they're asked about Geno Smith. <laughs> Half the time, the first thing they say is, yeah, we like Drew Locke as well. Yeah, they, they go right into Drew Locke. That's uh, the voice of Rob Staten, Seahawks draft blog. Uh, he's got a great story up there. I mean, you want to talk about detail. I don't think anybody, I haven't seen anything of the amount of detail that Rob has up right now at SeahawksDraftBlog.com. The ultimate Seahawks Combine Preview 2024. It's It's just insane. I mean, it's like it makes Peter King jealous of how many like words are in this thing. Uh, it's incredible uh, uh, use and knowledge and uh, info for you uh, during the combine this week. You can also uh, check up uh, check out uh, Rob's uh, thoughts uh, via video. He's up on YouTube. Just uh, search Rob Staten social media at Rob Staten weekly appearance with us every Wednesday at noon. Uh, again, brought to you by Superior Linen Service, family owned and operated since nineteen. 19- uh, 26. What was a little bit lost yesterday, Rob, maybe in the headlines of Geno Smith, is what John Schneider said when asked about Jamal Adams. What's his future? What's his role? And Schneider responded, is he in McDonald's plans? Question mark. Yeah, I mean, we'll find out. We'll keep working through things. We're trying to figure uh, all of that out. That also doesn't sound like a, an, an incredible endorsement of his safety. Well, let's put it this way. How similar is that answer to the answer about Geno Smith? And yet everybody is pretty sure that Gino, that uh, Jamal Adams is going to leave. And everyone's online seems to be suggesting that Geno Smith's not going anywhere. And yet it's pretty much the same thing. It's kind of like, yeah, well, mm, he's kind of here until he's not. Listen, I think John Schneider could probably do with, with learning a more political way to answer some of these questions about his players who may or may not be with the team next year. I, Jamal Adams has got to go. It, it's just time. I think he's tweeting in a way that suggests that it's just a foregone conclusion that he's going to depart. I think the injuries obviously have taken the toll, but the way that last season ended with the whole tweeting to the reporter's wife mm -hmm. just left a real sour taste in your mouth. I, I remember thinking after that, I don't want to see him play for the Seahawks again. I think a lot of fans are there already. And you have to make some savings somewhere. 
like they they've got a bit of money after reworking Gino's contract, and you would imagine that maybe Brian Manet will be will move on, and that will save five point three million dollars. They've got to get some money from somewhere else if they want to sign Leonard Williams. Someone's got to go. Jamal Adams is likely to go. I think the only question is whether they just cut him outright and take the maximum hit now, or whether they make it a post-June first cut and push it into next year. But one way or another, Jamal Adams is not going to be on this team next season. I'm looking at your uh, your draft log here, Rob, and the quarterback situation, like like everyone else, you got Williams uh, in the first first quarterback pick, Jaden Daniels. And after that, you got Michael Penix, number three. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are thinking J.J. McCarthy ahead of Penix. You got Spencer Rattler even ahead of Drake May and Bo Nix. Mm. So it's uh, what what do you like so much about Penix? And I assume since you've got him a second round grade here that he'd be available there at 16 if the Seahawks want him. Yeah, I think he will be. I think he's a fantastic player. Like There are flaws with every single player. And I think part of the problem with Michael Penix with some of these other players as well is people love to focus on the negatives. They focus on things like, well, you know, he's maybe on a short and intermediate range, his passing's not great, or mm, he's a bit older, or he's left-handed, or he's got a bit of an injury history. Let's just focus on what he does brilliantly. Drives the ball downfield, stands tall in the pocket, can throw it 60 yards in between defenders, layered throws that you just you don't see many quarterbacks able to do. I was listening to somebody talking about he's got an okay arm the other day. I'm thinking, well, just watch the games. He's got a fantastic arm. There is an immense amount of talent with Michael Penix. The reason you have him in the second round is just because there are some some issues there that maybe he's going to have to work on on the next level. Is he the most mobile player? You know, the modern NFL requires players to get out of the pocket and scramble and extend plays. Is that something you can do? I think he's a great athlete. He just hasn't shown at Washington that that's something he needs to do, whether that is the offense or whether that's just because it's not part of his game. But as a pure pocket passer, nobody can drive the ball downfield like Michael Penix in this draft class. I think Drake May is an interesting player because he's tall, he's big, he's athletic, he's exactly the type of player that John Schneider typically likes, but there are some real inconsistencies to his game. So we'll see how teams view that. I think he's probably going to be the third quarterback off the board, but whether he ends up being the third best quarterback from this class remains to be seen. And J.J. McCarthy is kind of like the trendy player. Everybody's sort of mm-hmm. jumping on that bandwagon at the moment, and he does a lot well. Like third downs, he's better than any of the other quarterbacks in this class. When he needs to scramble and extend plays, his completion percentage on scrambling is better than any of the other quarterbacks in this class. But he doesn't have a strong arm, and when Michigan were playing those big games against Penn State, you know, he threw the ball like nine times in the game. They just ran the ball. They never once leaned on J.J. McCarthy. And just personally, if I'm going to spend a top 12 pick on a quarterback, I want to think that his college team actually leaned on him at some point. And they never did. Whereas, can Washington achieve what they can achieve without Michael Penix? I don't think that was very likely. That is the voice of Rob Staten. He's going to be joining us every Wednesday at noon. Seahawks draft blog, which you go there right now. He is pumping out content left and right. Uh, the latest, uh, would the Seahawks be interested in a big trade-up for a quarterback? The ultimate Seahawks combine preview of 2024. Could the Seahawks just settle on the best offensive liner at number 16? All up there at Seahawks draft blog. Uh, dot com. Also, check out his YouTube page. He's pumping out videos as well. Just search uh, Rob Staten there. Like it. Subscribe. Do all that there on YouTube. And then to give uh, Rob a uh, social media follow as well, at Rob uh, Staten. It's all brought to you by Superior Linen Service, family-owned and operated since 1926. They uh, provide the highest quality of products and services to the greater Puget Sound area. 
Uh, follow them and or find them online at suplinen.com or give them a call at 253-383-2636. Rob, uh, we look forward to this uh, partnership. Love that you said yes and agreed to do it. Appreciate it. And I know both of us, all of us here, uh, here on the show, look forward to our uh, chat with you every Wednesday at noon. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Love it, guys. Thanks for your time. There he is, uh, Rob State. That was kind of quick, like Duquette. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? Hey, is he? That was. I want to talk to him. That was that almost rivaled Duquette. Like no, that that <laughs> that was a real that quick exceeded exit. Duquette. I think that was quicker. Yeah, I think it was a sixty-yard dash that, that Staten would win. Four nine four five one. Who is quicker to get off with us, Duquette or Staten? I don't know. Okay, but think think about Rob? it for a second. You think Rob's did, quicker? How does Rob have time to do what? Everything he's doing. I mean, he's over there covering soccer, and he still is covering the Seahawks like he lives in Renton or something. I don't. Know. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how anybody does it. You know, it makes me feel pathetic. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not doing anything at all. Neither are you. Neither is Chris. We're not doing anything around here. These guys are working their asses off, and now we can't say that word. Well, I don't know. Can, he may not be. Can, but I think we can say it. It's frowned upon. Let's just leave it. Who at Who said that though? You know what that it, it I don't what do you want so me to do? So he says third behind the C word and the F word. Yeah. So that's if you're the show horse in that one, that's and, and pretty he, bad. And here's the thing. If we up. get to say it and there's no punishment, I mean say it away. <laughs> I do like a little kid, man. I am like a little kid. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You can't say that. Well, then I'm going to say it. Oh, I can't. I, this is great. This, that was some of the best news I've ever I've heard in a long, long time. All right. All right. So what's up with that Wednesday? 49451. Ask away next. And tomorrow's stars compete on the same hardwood as Paolo Bencaro, Avery Bradley. Man, I remember Avery Bradley. I remember watching Avery Bradley, and uh, he was at Bellarmine Prep. And... He wasn't even the most high-profile kid on that team. Do you remember who it was? Uh, Abdul Gaddy. Abdul Gaddy yes. was the five was the five-star recruit, and he was the headline going to UW. And Bradley was like, uh, wasn't he supposed to be the second-best point guard in the country? Who? Gaddy. Oh, yeah, Gaddy. he was incredible. And and I'm thinking, I remember sitting, and I think it was maybe Tim Booth or maybe Todd Mellis. And I remember sitting there, watching a few minutes of it. I'm like. I think it was Adam and Divish, actually. And I said, "Who? who's the other guy? That being Bradley. He's oh, he's not being really recruited all that much. He's kind of out on the radar yet. I think Wazoo is sniffing around. I'm like, uh, they should not sniff. They should grab him now. You could tell. I mean, I don't know what happened. Maybe he didn't play on the circuit or, you know, the travel circuit or what. Jim, you could watch, the, you could watch basketball for five minutes and go, um, this kid is way better. Now, that's not take away from anything from Abdul Gaddy. He had a great high school career, a solid pro career. I mean, but Avery Bradley went on to be a, a star and then a long NBA career. 
a good chunk, a good a good NBA. Like Gaddy was a disappointment at Washington, wasn't he? I, I mean, I I would didn't well he got a scholarship and played at Washington. I would say he didn't live up to the expectations. Probably, okay, which is yeah. probably um, did he commit to Arizona then go to Washington? I can't remember that story, but anyways, I, I just remember watching him down there going, um, wow. Incredible. I think that was the same game, but I may be wrong, of the same year that I saw Isaiah Thomas score 51 in a high school basketball game and thought, uh, How many times did he do that? That I don't know, but think about that. The quarter, I mean, the length of game in high school basketball, and you're dropping 51? Yeah, eight-minute quarters. I mean, he scored 31 in the first half, and it was him. It was the Isaiah Thomas show. It was it. Like, he should be on this thing. That's the greatest performance I have ever seen in my own eyes watching basketball. It was Isaiah Thomas dropping 51, I think, against, I think it was Franklin. Yeah, it was Franklin the and state championship. Peyton Siva. Mm-hmm. Oh, Peyton, Siva. Peyton Siva, who went, went on to, to start. What, Louisville? Louisville yep. was a great player. Got drafted by the Pistons, if I'm not mistaken. Peyton Siva was a, you want to talk about a kid that you want to show video to your kids on how to play basketball, like how hard you want to play, you'd show them video of Peyton Siva. That kid did not take a playoff. Diving for loose balls. He's the best player on the team. Diving for loose balls, tying kids up. Guy picks up his dribble yelling, ball, 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 right in his face. I mean, <laughs> just a menace. He was awesome. Uh, but, yeah, watching Isaiah Thomas score 51 was – I still I, – I was just sitting there on courtside like, he's 5'1". <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know he wasn't 5'1", like but – and he's just – no one can guard him. You yeah. can watch that game on YouTube. It is available. Is it? I watched it about six months ago. I oh. watched it because my cousin went to Franklin, and I was like going back and watching all those games, and I was like, let me watch this game. And, yeah, to your point, Puff, oh. pulling up from 30 feet, oh, nailing he, it, getting to the basket. And no disrespect to his team, but there was nobody else on the team. Yeah, he had 51, and they scored, <laughs> I think, 60 points. There was <laughs> no one on his team. He just single-handedly cared. All right, so a 49451 on the text line. Oh, here, we have one more pair to give away. Um, this one... If someone knows this off the top of their head, good luck to them. But trivia, first pe- uh, person with the correct answer. Who is the state's all-time leading scorer in boys basketball? Who is the state's all-time leading scorer in, did I say college basketball? High school basketball. Who is the state's... boys basketball. Okay. Who is the state's all-time leading scorer in high school boys basketball? First answer, 286-9595. 1-800-829-0950. We'll get the other pack of tickets, okay? Do you know who it is? No. I had to look it up. Yeah, I, I don't and either. No. Um, oh, hold on. I gotta t- you talk. I got to tell Chris the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was I was trying to think. God, was it somebody from the Spokane area? Was it Rainier Beach, a Garfield player? Uh, Jamal Crawford. Good guess. Good guess, Jamal Crawford. Yeah, that'd be a good guess. Doug Christie, maybe. Doug Christie. You think if you ask Bethea, like how pick your favorite player at Beach, could he do it? I don't know if he could. Probably not. That's a hard one. Jamal Crawford, Doug Christie, That's Nate Robinson, the Roderick tw- and Roderick. Roderick and Roderick, the twins. That's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> someone's gonna be hurt. Yeah, someone's gonna be unhappy. All right, four nine four five one. And we can't have the music up. That's right. We can't have the music up here. I forgot about the rules. That's okay. We, you know. Uh, you can ask anything you want. Oh, a bunch of guesses coming in. Uh, Quincy Wilder, great guess. No. Quincy Wilder? Yeah, a Federal Way or Decatur? Decatur? Decatur. Decatur Gators, right? Jamal Crawford, a bunch of uh, guesses. No. Mm, no. 
I still remember walking into the Tacoma Dome, though, during the state championships and not really knowing anything about him but and looking out there going, who is that kid? <laughs> and yeah. it was more about his passing than his shooting. Yeah. Uh, what's up with the reliever's arm? He had all offseason. We just started spring training. Matt Rash, more like Matt Trash. That's unfair. This has to, well, there is a concern with this. What I would ask Matt Brash, would love to hear, when did it start bothering him? Because I don't believe it just happened on Tuesday, that he just started experiencing some pain. I've never heard a pitcher referred to himself as being banged up. That's yeah. <laughs> So was this something that was lingering all off season? And was it something he could have taken care of in... November or December, or or is it something that he did he you know you know these players were they truthful? Did he tell the did he tell the team that he wasn't feel, his arm wasn't feeling good? Yeah, I mean there's I a lot. Fa- I wouldn't fault him for that. If he thought maybe he could play through it, who is the all time boys leading scorer in Washington State high school basketball history? Okay, two eight six ninety five ninety five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. It's a tough one. Uh, what's up with Schneider and McDonald uh, being so lukewarm on Gino? If they really liked him, they'd sound like Dan Campbell did when they talked about golf recently. Exactly. Because they're lukewarm on him. Because yeah, they, they they're, are. they're exploring trade options. They're trying to give a reasonable response. and they, I mean, they have in their mind. When he said that they've got a vision of what they want to do, that didn't necessarily include Gino. And that vision is Michael Penix slinging the rock around. We have a winner of the one of the pack of tickets. Oh yeah, and it, you you it, will not guess how he knew this answer. He knows. He knows the player. He knows the brother of the said player. Oh my god! <laughs> His name is Damar Silliman. So he is our winner. <laughs> okay, Damar Silliman. Yes. Okay, you are gonna love who the state's leading scorer is. I didn't know. This. I remember this as I read it because I'm reading the story of a spokesman review. The state's leading scorer in boys' basketball is a kid by the name of Ryan Moffitt. Ryan Moffitt started Odessa High School. Where is Odessa? It's over in eastern Washington. He is the, uh, he is the all-time leading scorer in um, Washington State boys' basketball history. How about that? Hmm? That's crazy. He set the record when he had 43 points and a win over Valley Christian. Uh, in their in uh, in Odessa's District Seven One B first round win over Republic, Moffitt scored thirty two points and sat out the second half in which the Tigers won a hundred and four to twenty three. Jeez, <laughs> where'd Moffitt play college? Is yeah, he went on to play. Give me a sec. Um, I just saw it where he, he plays at. Hold on, give it, give it Lawrence University. Mm. Where's Lawrence uh, University is, I don't know where Lawrence University is. Jim, you're going to have to look that up. I can't do all the work for you. Boy, some good guesses here, though. Marvin Appleton, Williams. Wisconsin. Appleton, Wisconsin. There we go. Marvin what was that, Williams Jim? over in Bremerton. Oh, Marvin Williams. Yeah. UNC, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. him. Scalabrini. Good, good guess. Okay, now, now Puckett, you, you screwed up. You could add a guest. A guest from the, the local high school where you live. Who is it? Oh, uh, Johnson. Yeah, Michael, Michael Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. I God, remember. could he fill it up in high school? Yeah, Michael Johnson. Good kid. Too. Let's go be. I was covering the Husky basketball team back then and uh yeah, he was he had some big games for him. Somebody mentioned Jason Hamilton. No, 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 no. Hazen not, product though. Yeah, not not uh, not Hamilton. No. Jesus. <laughs> 
Good Lord. Why are you say it like that? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? San Diego State and then transfer to Washington? Uh, he, Something he like was, that? He was in the NIL portal before there was a portal. Good golfer, too. <laughs> I don't remember him being a shooter. I remember a lot of misses. Okay. We love you, Hamilton. You like him as a color guy, though. He though, is right? yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, he's better than ours. <laughs> Tony Roten. That was a good get, Tony Roten. John Brockman. Brandon Roy. Michael Dickerson. You remember Michael Dickerson? Yeah, Federal Way. Yeah, Federal Way High School. Good one. Good for you, sir. Ryan Appleby getting thrown in there. Uh, no. Ryan Appleby was a good high school player. Where was what did he play? Okay, my bad. I was thinking of college. You're right. My apologies. Okay, college. college yeah, he was but, a sniper. I was think. I just heard remember that. when we were playing him over in Pullman. They were down twenty. He hit a three, and he did like the shh to the crowd. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you're down twenty. <laughs> Where would he play high school at though? It's up north someplace, yeah, right? Not too far. He was a great shooter though. Ryan Appleby could fill it up. Well, Appleby was uh, like Stanwood, right? Something like that. Yeah, he was yeah, a Camino good, Island. Good player. Yeah. Real good player. Okay, that's it for us. Okay, we, we memory lane all day long. Plowing ahead. Coming up next. Ian Furness. Despite yes, a heckling fan, <laughs> have taken down Bellman Prep 53-38. to 38. They advance to take on the Camus Lady Papermakers tomorrow in the quarterfinals. And joining us for coverage of the Tahoma Lady Bears, just like... He would cover the Seahawks and their run to the Super Bowl. He'll be down there all week covering the Lady Bears <laughs> and the Boy Bears. It's one Ian Furness. Hello, Ian. Welcome to, as Kevin Calabro once called it famously, the woodshed, people. Here yes. we are. Here we are. Where their internet is spotty and the concessions cost you a mint. All of that is true. <laughs> Remember that 1994 Sonic season down there, though? You had to leave at about noon to get there in time for tip-off? Yeah, yeah I made it miserable. Down. I made it down to K- from KCI to here in about 30 minutes today. How, oh, bad. how about that? Took me another 30 minutes to get in, but I got here in 30 oh, minutes. Oh, but it's a, it's a, you can, I can hear the squeaky shoes. Oh, listen The to kids it. chanting want- in the background. I was kind of hoping, uh, hoping Beamer's band would crank back up. They got a nice band here. Oh, do they? Here. Yeah, I love yeah. a good band. I, you know what? That's God, the it's the I atmosphere, buddy. It's the atmosphere, right? It's it's uh, Beamer, which has never really been good at anything, is now good hey, at basketball. Hey, I'm, sure <laughs> I'm sure we can find something. Well, Beamer uh, gets overshadowed by their neighbors, Federal Way Indicator. And the rumor is some of the kids from Federal Way decided to go to Beamer this year, and lo and behold, one of them's at state. So. Well, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Uh, oh, tell Chris. Your guy with another rebound. Your guy with another rebound. Xavier Jones. Big Man. puck. You would like yourself some Xavier Jones. Who does he play for? Uh, he plays for Montlake Terrace. Okay. And I, I told I told him, I said, God, it looks like my kid when he played out there. He's a football lineman. You don't see those that many anymore. Yeah. Football lineman. He's 6'2". I'm going to say uh, 280 is nice. <laughs> but... But my man's got some feet. Yeah, he is banging guys around. Oh, this is fun. This is good. This is good stuff. The um, all right. So that's the game going on right now. Then the the night game there for the three A boys, Lincoln and Auburn. Winner will take on Eastside Catholic there in the quarterfinals. The other quarterfinal games: uh, Garfield, Garfield, and O'Day. And as many people would you say, can they both lose? Oh, just I I heard you guys chirping earlier. Uh, God bless Chris Kidd having to come to defense of little little old O'Day up there. Yeah, on first they, you know, they've been dragged think, uh, for years, Ian. It's it's. I mean, listen, it's hard. It's it's across 
that we must bear up on the first hill. Right? It's, yes, it's it hard is. finding kids that, you know, finding athletes that are also students. Yeah, it's, uh, it's who's hard. Had it harder over the years, O'Day or Mercer Island, you think? God, well, do you know what's weird? Jim, Jim, like, yeah. remember these yeah. things, all joking aside, it used to be you'd come down, well, back in the day, the old Coliseum or wherever, yeah. and it, Ed Peppel and Mercer Island. Every oh, single God. The jackets. Year. Remember the, ja- Every the jackets? Every single year. Yeah. But yes, Mercer Island, Ed Peppel was great. I mean, he was the man, right? I mean, it was. It he was, was the first one to do those uh, feeder programs, like the little dribblers. Oh, yeah. Remember yep, that? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And he, yeah. Made, he made him wear a suit and ties. Yeah, I love we it. We hated that. When I they came it. to Redmond, it was like, oh, look at these guys. And then they just beat the hell out well, of us. Of course us. they did. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere. I'm, I'm glad you're down there doing it. It's, uh, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, you're, I'm sitting next to your guy, John Manley, who I heard uh, you uh, singing praises of earlier yeah. from the news. He'll, he'll jump on with us in a little while. John's and uh, great. We'll talk a little. Uh, I, you know, I, I, you guys know this, and most of our listeners know this. We live in such a basketball mecca. Oh, you know, it is. And I, I, I always say. Listen, there are a lot of things about AAU, those three letters that just kind of make people cringe. But I'm going to tell you this. Every kid playing down here right now plays some form of AAU, and 99% of those kids are playing AAU that's just playing basketball. And the level of play in terms of what these kids know how to do, you could throw any defense at them, any offense at them. They know how to play. We don't have a ton of D1 talent this year. Our state's down. But, like, we have really – we have kids that know how to play the game in this state, and it's fun. I mean, that's – it's just, and I'm watching some of the ball movement, and, and there's some really good coaches in our state. I love the fact that Montlake Terrace's coach has a bow tie. Uh, he's got a bow tie. I love a bow suit. tie. He's got a bow tie suit. Got kind of some some lavender shoes. Ooh. I mean, man, he is he is Going. decked. He is decked out. You know what? That's kind of what's our old guy's name. He's not there anymore. The old coach at uh, at Rainier or at um, Federal Way. Well, not, oh, Mike, Mike um, Buffet is at Rainier Beach. Who was the third way? Jerome, right? Was Jerome, Jerome Collins. So, remember Jerome? I love Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. Jerome was just straight out of Harlem Nights. Oh, yes, he was, man. Yes, right. he was. So, yeah, All right, so times. what do you got? You're down there. Manly, who else is going to go? Uh, who else jumping on today? We're going to Manly jump on with us at some point. We'll probably talk uh, to our guy Mick from the WIAA as well. But I think, you know, we're going to jump into I, – I, more and more, I'm fast. I spent after you and I, Puck and I talked last night for about a half hour. I was going to the grocery store, we're talking about all the, the conversations on the podium yesterday. Puck, I went home last night. I'm like, God, I read everything I could. I started thinking about it more and more. Covering the John Schneider Seahawks is going to be fun. Yes, it is. <laughs> because you know what? I'm going to I'm going to give you a word here. There are no absolutes. Yeah. With him especially, and. I, I hope they let him speak freely from now on because it gives us great content. And there's a lot of st- stuff to discuss, but I'm going to throw a little Seahawk topic cool. at us today, and we'll talk about what's going on down here as well. So, yeah, good times down at the, at the old woodshed. Where's right. my Kevin Calabro drive? Right, Where's it's, the old it's woodshed? It's going to be there. All right, Ian's <laughs> next. We'll see you tomorrow. As always, we promise to be better. No shirt, no shoes, no dice. Anybody like to smoke some pump? I was born to love you. I was born. To lick your face. I was born to rub you, but you were born to rub me first. What do you need my dress for? We like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.